Shut up and sit down. Get Radio episode number 29, where we will be discussing, that's right, it's time for the live draw, slash not live, for the Scottish Championships 2020. Contain the excitement, there will be plenty of time to indulge in such things, but for now we've got to introduce our lovely guest for this evening. He's the Vice Captain of Team Scotland and a well-known short arse on the scene. It's Fraz Campbell, say hi Fraz. I'd just like to point out Ed's actually captain, but cool, I'll take it, promotion. I think I said vice captain, but this is live radio, so okay. Well, you've been promoted. Con- congratulations! I'm sure that will drastically change the team ethos moving forward. Uh, and as, as always, <laughs> he's the Geralt to my roach. It's Paul. What's going on, guys? Hope you're all pumped, excited to find out what the fuck is going on for this event. I'm a little bit terrified. I've seen the lists. Uh, expectations have been adjusted. <laughs> So, a disclaimer before we get into it, this is going to be a bit more rough and ready than the refined product we're used to putting out at Madget Radio, uh, simply because we want to get this out as quickly as possible so it will not be put through the same rigorous editing as uh, our usual episodes go through. Um, So, sorry for that. We all know that you guys like it rough and ready, so I'm sure you'll be fine with it. So, the lists are out. Gentlemen, what did we think? Initial thoughts? Fraz? You're the one who went through them all? Yeah, there's a few interesting ones. I think uh, one of the UD ones, Jack Austin's, is pretty pretty interesting. The terracotta, all the spam. I'd say that's probably it. I think Shane Shepard's one's really cool. Well. Jack Austin has got, is it three blocks of 30? He's got three blocks of 30 bows, um, but it's terracotta army. Um, so there'll be res 4. He's got two big necro guards, which will be res 5. He's got two architects, so they'll always have a 5 up fortitude on the necro guards. He's got two res 5 cowboys, a pharaoh with god slayer, and a cosmo wizard. It's a bit filthy, isn't it? Yeah. Like Monroe's going to cry when he gets pulled against him. <laughs> Strength 3, toughest 5. Always works. <laughs> yeah. Paul, what was your initial thoughts when you opened up that bad boy? Just kind of cried inside. Yeah. Um, lots of monsters. Surprised, actually, with how many monsters there are. There are a lot. Most lists seem to be rocking at least one or two. Um, some have got more than that. Lots of elite blocks as well, actually. It's yeah. quite different. I've obviously not been paying attention to what the fuck people have been playing at other events, because this isn't really what I expected at all. I think, to be fair, this is... This is different to the kind of list I've been seeing about. There's quite a lot of quite not not necessarily wacky lists, but like the the prevalence of monsters is very high, um, mm. and we've got a lot of war machines as well. Yeah, it's unusual, isn't it? Because it tends to be one or the other. Yeah, and whereas on on the continent and at some of the tournaments down south, armor has been king. There's actually less of it at this event, which made me feel very happy inside with my anti-armor list. <laughs> Uh, so, <laughs> reading the meta award goes to me. <laughs> that should be a thing at a tournament. 
It's the worst list. Just like worst list. Okay, thanks, Paul. Just like a prize for something that, like, what were you thinking? Like, this does does not predict the win <laughs> at all. Just that's uh, going to be one of your podium choices. <laughs> <laughs> Um, sticking with it so, <laughs> okay so on tonight's show obviously we're really just here for the one thing and that's to get the draw done we'll do that and then we'll do our podium predictions at the end Fraz will have a quick word from the sponsors of which there are literally an army for this uh, competition and yeah we'll take it from there but before we go any further it's that time again to go down our favourite salt mine <laughs> Yeah, baby. It's all time. So today's topic is going to be something that really annoys me. is the monsters panicking for bullshit. Because, well, we all seen like a big carnosaur or a big dragon there in the middle of the field. And suddenly you kill a stupid skin next to it and starts running away. Why? No reason, because he's so scared that the skin is going to die. Oh, poor shit. So, I don't think that monsters should panic in. At least not for everything. Like, okay, if you kill a giant next to it, okay, yeah, oh, it's another monster, it's dying, I should be scared. But if you kill a stupid skin and elf, well, goblins not because they are like that nobody cares. But it's like you kill something next to them, and suddenly I panic, and I had to run away. My my poor forest dragon runs away all the freaking time for no reason because he's scared. Like it's a monster. Come on, it's a dragon. He cannot be scared of anything. Maybe against a tree father, sure. But it's a stupid elf running away from them. Come on, it's a dragon. Should be there for the battle. Okay, so Martin this week is very salty about the fact that some monsters can panic. What do we think, gentlemen? This is literally just because one time he put five Heath Hunters beside his dragon outside BSB and I killed his Heath Hunters and panicked his dragon off turn one. About a year and a half ago, and he still fucking dies every time I see him. It's a bit, it's a bit sad, Martin. Get over it. Martin should just carry a card that just says "still bitter" on it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but let, let's unpack it a little. So he's he's getting at the fact that some monsters don't have fearless as a rule. So if you're gigantic, you automatically get terror and fear. But of course, fear does not make you fear less in terms of immune psychology. So, therefore, some monsters can panic off the board. Is this a mistake? What do we think? I think for ridden monsters, I think it almost makes sense that you should have the ability to flee because it's being controlled by someone that should be able to respond to what's going on. So, like, your general should be able to think, fuck, I'm going to flee because tactically that might make more sense. Interesting. And then big, kind of more dumb monsters that are just kicking about on their own you would just think that, you know, if some little shitty infantry unit gets absolutely plastered, they shouldn't give a shit. Yeah. So you could say, well, thematically at least it would make sense for them to treat those kind of units as insignificant. Okay. So I, I get that as a 
a premise. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you, you understand it as a premise, but do you agree? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Get into the core issues. Okay. Raz, what do you think? I reckon for like see your stupid things like giants and whatever that are probably just a bit dumb. I get that they they're fearless or whatever and he can't see just because he's seen some wee other beast hair guy die. But for some of the monsters, don't know, if you've seen like a hundred sword masters die in front of you and you're a phoenix and you're supposed to be smart. I mean, you might flee. I think like I probably just depends eh, monster by monster. I'm guessing he mentioned I've not heard his salt mine, but I'm guessing he mentioned dragons. Almost exclusively. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> one one for one. <laughs> um and yeah, well they're supposed to be like smart ancient creatures, aren't they? So they didn't survive a long time by running headfirst deeply into their death. Okay. Also, I just wanted to disagree with Martin. Yep, fair. Also a valid position to take. I guess it's a two-sided coin as well, right? Because if you're not fearless, it means you can uh, voluntarily flee, which is sometimes the best option if you misposition, etc. So it's not necessarily just the negative. I understand where Martin's coming from, but there is that plus side that you can flee when you want. Obviously, Martin did not want to flee when his Heathrider's died. But, uh, yeah. Okay, so we've got one for Martin, one against, so I get the side and vote. And because I play vampires, I don't give a fuck. So I'll say it's wrong. <laughs> there we go. I hope all salt mines are going to be that easy to resolve. <laughs> but if you disagree, get in contact with the podcast and uh, we'll, we'll have a chat about it in a future episode. So that was nice and easy. <laughs> On with the main topic of the show. So what we've done is there are how many players in total for us? 34. 34. We'll go with that, even if it's not right. I think there's 34 because Ed's been drafted in now. Yeah. Okay. So I think we've, we've went down a bit because I think there was five or six last minute pullouts. So, the way that the draw work, we have three grudges already. So, we've got myself against James McCormick. So, that's Wildlands versus Raiders. Classic, classic showdown. Uh, we've got Cal Mellis against Peter Bedson. So that's uh, Team Scotland versus Liverpool standard, which uh, <laughs> seems a bit weighted. Another classic. <laughs> Another classic. Just rolls off the tongue. Um, and because Terry, i.e. Scary Terry, might not be able to make it because of work, what we've done is, or sorry, what Ed's done is Ed has grudged Terry because Ed was the ringer. So if Terry pulls out, then there's, it doesn't disrupt the, the rest of the, the draw. Cool. So Ed will be playing Terry. Right, so the two pools. We have one pool which is inhabited by uh, Scottish Wildlands, Team Scotland, and another few people. So the good pool, pool one. And then we've got pool two, which is of reprobates, which include Team Ireland, Durham Raiders, and the Vale Renegades. And what we're going to do is I'm going to get Fraz to read out, uh, or to choose, sorry, a letter between A and N. Okay. <laughs> and I'm going to get what? Paul. This Why couldn't it just be numbers? <laughs> yeah, I've actually just written down numbers 1 to 15. Sorry. You know what? Numbers would have been fine. I don't know why I decided to do this elaborate scheme. <laughs> I think we did this before. Did in we? In the previous uh, okay. Manga episode. It was one of the early ones. It might have been for the first Scottish Champs. Is that not uh, just evidence that we do not learn from our mistakes? Yeah, I mean, like, I think people probably worked that out anyway. But, yeah, um, that's very true. 
Okay, this is fine. This will be more entertaining. Yes. <laughs> Perhaps <laughs> tries to remember the alphabet. Um, so we've got A to N in pool 1, and then in pool 2 we've got 1 to 14 for Paul. <laughs> I hate you. Okay. So Paul is picking from pool 2, and Raz is picking from pool 1. Go. Okay. So, deep breath. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Vice Captain of Team Scotland, Fraz, could you please select the first contestant? Hey, let's go for Jai. Jai is John Turner. John Turner with Ogre Cans. I'll pick number five. Number five is Stephen Dorning, also with Ogre Cans. Fraz, could you get our second table? Let's go for A. Is Mad Get Radio's very own Paul McNeil. <laughs> do you appreciate that I put you as A <laughs> let me two babes I will choose number choose wisely now <laughs> oh my god I'll take number <laughs> I'll take number one is Ollie Mather of the Vale Renegades okay I can oh. handle that that's fine <laughs> that's, that's demons right yeah fuck that, you that you definitely lost for saying that <laughs> fuck demons it's fine I don't know what they do but it's fine Okay, so that's Paul against Ollie. Fraz, your next player, please. Let's go for F. F is Scottish Wildling, Nick Armitage. We'll take number 10. Number 10 is Henry P. Miller of Team Ireland. Oh, I wanted to play Henry. Sorry. I mean, there was a grudge system. You could have taken advantage of that. Yeah, he rejected it because he's a bit... <laughs> <laughs> Fair. You've been called out, Henry. Hey, um, Fraz, could we get the next player, please? Let's go for L. L is the Fantasy Wargaming Podcast, Paul Godbold, with his Warriors of Dark Gods. Let's take number eight. Barry Lynch of the Durham Raiders. Oh, sorry, Paul. <laughs> Barry will hopefully be sober at game one. Can't guarantee that. Can't guarantee that, no. Okay, Fraz. Let's go for D. Is the one, the only, Kevin Stonebanks. Let's put Kevin against number six. Is possibly the most likely list, list rather, to win the event. It's Gary Quirk. <laughs> oh, you've heard of your first guys. <laughs> <laughs> Gary's balls to the walls list. <laughs> Okay, so that is Kingdom of Ectin against... Oh, sorry, it's not. It's Warriors of Dark Gods against yeah. uh, Infernal Dwarves. Fraz, your next player, please. Let's go for H. H is the other half of the Armour Bros. It's Monroe. Okay, let's put Monroe against number four. Is James McDonald. Oh. That will Orcs be Dread Elves against Orcs and Goblins. That is a smash-up. That is a smash-up. That will be tight. Fraz, your next player, please. I'll go for M. The other half of the Fantasy Wargaming podcast, it's Tony Hale. He's rocking the EOS, right? EOS. They're very yeah. soon. Uh, okay. Two. Is David Bowes of Team Ireland? Or shall we say David Paper Arms? <laughs> oh, 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 that's right. Don't let's start. <laughs> 
the longest arm wrestle in fucking history. <laughs> I, I really I don't want a rematch. My arm was sore the next day. <laughs> it literally was. It was I think you had a couple of bursts. I definitely uh, did. Blood vessels. In there. Still okay to lift the beers, though. Yep. Okay. Fraz, your next player, please. C. C is Tim Bohannanek. Tim is running another boss to the wall list. That's Star Nations. Who's he playing for? Uh, uh, let's take number five. It's already been said. It has. <laughs> <laughs> Good fucking Magic stuff. Radio, flawless. <laughs> I mean, I have actually been writing down the numbers. So there's actually, that, there's no don't, excuse. Again, you don't just... have to admit that, Paul. It's okay. <laughs> we can hide behind the radio. It's fine. Uh, number 11, then. Number 11 is Drew Hunley from the Pale Renegades. Oh, that could be tasty as well. Drew's got a decent shout there. Yeah. Don't know if those Alpha Carnos fancy that dwarf block. Alrighty, uh, Fraz, next player, please. Let's go for G. Because it had to be done, it is the one and only Guillermo Bardera, the Spanish fan. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And he's bringing his filthy rats. Filthy, filthy rats. I'm glad he's the only rat player coming. He is, though. That's quite strange. Yeah. Let's put him against number nine. Number nine is. Shane Baxter from the Durham Renegades. Durham Renegades? Durham Raiders. So Shane is breaking the tradition of bringing demons and he is running Warriors of Dark Gods for the first time. But G's bringing a really combat heavy list so that'll actually probably be a bit of a smash up as well. Okay. Vice Captain Campbell. Next player please. K. K is the winner of the 2018 Scottish Championships. An all round lovely man. It's Gareth Barton, nice. who's going to horribly fall short for best in race with his Vampire Covenant. <laughs> uh, who's he going to be playing? Uh, let's put him against number 13. Number 13 is Shane Shepherd of Bristol Renown. Another dwarf player? Another dwarf player. I'm sure, um, <laughs> I'm sure Gareth will be thrilled that his vampires are playing dwarfs. Yeah. Oh, we're getting to the end of it now. Four more matchups. Five more matches. Oh, kick out. B. B is the renowned short arse himself. It's Fraz Campbell. Who's he playing, Paul? Right. Interesting. Right, let's put Fraz against number 12. Better not be Jack Austin. It's Craig Brady of Team Ireland. Take it. What's he running again? Craig is running Ogre. Ogre. Yeah. Hmm. Which is additionally uh, Fraz's. Uh, <laughs> best matchup. <laughs> no, how, how many impact hits does Craig have on his list? No, it's not too bad. He's got a mammoth hunter and Merc Fitz, I'm pretty sure. So. Yeah, you're fine. I mean, hey, I, think sorry, I think you're meant to have been fine in all the times you've played Ogres. It's just. It's not always been the case. Yeah, well, obviously, I don't understand the book that well. Yeah, Alrighty. Uh, Fraz, your next player, please. Go for I. Is. The father to us all, Papa Deej. He's bringing his demons. Demons. Deej can play against number three. Number three is Sean Hughes. Oh, it's demons. Is that demons off? Uh, yeah. Demons. Let's go for M. Joe Sampson. With his ox and goblins. All the magic. And all the magic. Okay, let's take number... 14. It's Mr. Jack Austin. Sorry, Joe. 
<laughs> All the bull shots. All the bull shots. And I think it's only E left. It is only E left, which means it is Matt, Big Game Hunter Paris. Matty P. The man who is permanently barred from Serbia. And he is playing <laughs> against <laughs> Dan Minto, who's back on the, the hype train with his UD. Obviously fed up of getting beat with his uh, Dread Elves again. Needs a bit of a morale boost to bring a new UD. <laughs> so that will be EOS against UD. So, to go from the top, we have myself against James McCormack. So that will be Vampires against Ogrecans. We have Callum Mellis against Pete Bedson. So that will be UD against Kingdom of Ectune. We have our very own Ed Murdoch against Scary Terry. So that will be Kingdom of Ectune against Dwarvenholds. We've got John Turner against Stephen Dorning, so that'll be an ogre off. We've got Maggot Radio's very own Paul McNeil against Ollie Maffer, so that'll be Warriors of the Dark Gods against Demons. We have Nick Armitage against Henry P. Miller, so that'll be Beast Herds against Highborn Elves. We have Paul Godbold against Barry Lynch, so that will be Warriors of the Dark Gods against Vampire Covenant. We have Kev Stonebanks against Gary Quirk, which will be Warriors of the Dark Gods against ID. We have... Monroe against James McDonnell, so that'll be Dread Elves against Ox and Goblins. We have Tory against David Bowes, so that will be Empire against UD. We have Tim Botnick against uh, Drew Huntley, so that'll be Sorry Ancients against Dwarvenholds. We've got our very own G against Shane Baxter, so that'll be Vermin against Warriors. Gareth against Shane Shepard, Vampires against Dwarves. Fraz against Craig, so that'll be Dwarves against Ogres. Papa Deej against Sean, that'll be a demon off. Joe against Jack Austin, so that'll be Orcs and Goblins versus UD. And finally, but absolutely not least, we have the big game hunter with Empire of Sunsault against Danny Minto's Undying Dynasties. And that is it, ladies and gentlemen, the Scottish Championships 2020. So, what do you think off the bat? Just in general, any saucy matchups there that you've spoiled? I feel a bit bad for Gareth v Shane. That's brutal, yep. That's that's the one that kind of stands out. I think Nick might have a, a rough time against Henry as well. A lot of pyro. Yeah, there's the two, I think, for me. Okay. Paul, anything stand out to you? I feel sorry for Kevin. I mean, Gary's list is just... <laughs> He's just going to wipe everybody, so I think... I don't want anyone to mistake our tone for mockery, because it's absolutely not. Gary is the hero we need <laughs> in these dark, dark times, and we've all rooting for Gary. <laughs> I like Gary's list. I think it's cool. Anyway, Joe might really get wrecked by Jack's list. Yeah, I think that's, that's going to be a sore. Joe's got a lot of points in characters in Magic, and I think... Just for the amount of shots that Jack can pump out, and then he's got these massive two elite blocks. I think he's going to struggle. Yeah. I mean, your wretched ones have got a really, really sweet match there with demons. Yep. Yeah. So I should say, like, <laughs> when when I was relieved to hear I got Ollie, it was more because he was playing demons. It wasn't because I was playing against Ollie. <laughs> <laughs> it was more the army matchup, not the player. We could get him paddled again if you want. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I think Tim's got a tough match against Drew, actually, looking at it. I think Drew's got some good tone against Double yeah, Corner. 
I was just going to check Drew's list actually. Does he have? He's got um, a cannon. Yeah, I remember exactly what he's got. Another war machine, I think. Uh, so he's got two attack copters, two steam bombers, and a cannon. Okay. Yeah. Of all the dwarf lists, that's probably the one that he would have wanted to play. To be fair. Maybe. I mean, if the cannon runs up, it's still going to be sore. <laughs> it's the blocks, though, isn't it? How's he going to deal with the blocks? It's going to be. Yeah, he's got three decent blocks. Yeah, lots of champions. And it's a, it's a list that if you, you run at, can potentially really punish you. Yeah, just push you off. Okay. I think Tony might be in for a sore run against David, because David's got the double Carnal Catapult, and he's got something like four or five combat units, I think, accounted for his list. David's got the skeleton chariot legionnaires set up, and then he's got. He's got the God Slayer. Yeah, two units of four Tomb Cataphracts, and then two units of two Reapers. That's, tomb Cataphracts are still ridiculously cheap for what they are. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the two units of two Tomb Reapers. Yeah, quite cheap. Yeah, 360 for two Halberds. They're autonomous in the UD book. Could be brutal. Although Tony's got a very Swiss Army knife kind of list. So you might be able to unpick David. There you go. Brilliant. Have you written that down? <laughs> I've had that written down since the start of the episode. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a few saucy combat-y bash-ups going to go in there. Monroe against James. That's going to be just a bloodbath. Yeah, that, that is going to be an absolute bunch-up. Yeah. James has got Nashers, two units. It does. And Wrecking Teams, and what else has he got on his list? Uh, he's got the big block of. Skip four old swords, which is going to be pinging shots at the altar. And the yep. idol. And two units of Iron Ox. And then he's got the big Ed Basher unit as well. I mean, Nashers are going to love Elsa, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Double Master as well. Yeah, he's Tormentology and Shamanism. Yeah. Actually. Looking at James's list, it's actually very well suited to the, the lists that are out there. That could be a potential dark horse there. Yeah, I, I quite like his list. I think it's quite good for the lists that have came in. Mm, one to watch. So, with the, the draw set done, let's jump straight to the end. Who do we think is going to be up on that podium at the end? So, Faz and Ed very kindly let Paul and I have a look at the list a bit earlier than everyone else. So, we've had time to formulate with our expert opinions, who we think is going to be up there at the end of the second day. So, Fraz, as someone who's gone through these lists in excruciating detail, who do you think is going to be on that podium? I wrote this before draw one, so I'm going to stick to it. Okay. Uh, I, went for oh. Ga- I went for Gareth. Gareth? Um, even though he's got a pretty tough round one, I think. Yeah, even though he's not going to win Best Vampire either. It's going to be a tough call for him. <laughs> Um, I've actually went for Henry. I don't like his list. I think it's shit, but he seems to be a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck knows what he does, but he gets good results. I mean, I these are so, very ballsy predictions so far. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Who else? Do you um, think? I'm going to go with uh, Shane because there's going to be idiots that run at that list and get taken off. Somebody's going to do it, and they're going to get a pounding. Shane Shepherd. Yeah. Okay. Paul. So I'm going to go for, in no particular order, quite like Danny's list. Danny? Danny normally does quite well. Having the Sphinx with that many monsters on the field, I think he could potentially do quite well. 
it's got the chariots and stuff to deal with like elite units and they're just they're still it's quite a hard army to break down so i think anyone that can use ud well i think is going to be in a strong position i quite like james's warriors list i mean james is going to get 20 turns one so again i don't know how he's going to end up in that body <laughs> two uh Felgic elders and two giants and then a block of six Felgics. i think again all very good anti-monster tools. Mm, points. <laughs> <laughs> and, then he, and then he's got chosen knights as well. So he's got a lot of really fast, hard-hitting units. So I think, I don't know if James will be top three necessarily, but I think he's got a good opportunity to be in the top five or six. Okay, um, so your podium picks aren't actually who you think is going to podium. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've picked four. I've picked him okay. and I've, and I've picked... Fuck the rules, right? We don't need to do this anymore. I've picked uh, John's Ogre list as well. See, if you just pick everyone, that doesn't really count. So well, look, like. I'm building up to the best list, all right? Right, so, okay. gonna... so we've got Danny, we've got James, we've got John, and we've got yeah. Tim, because numbers are hard, okay? Tim? I haven't said anything about Tim. You said Tim. No, I didn't. Okay, you didn't say Tim. See you later. Uh, <laughs> Tim gets definite cool points for double Carno. Okay. Um, so I think that's but cool. not a podium position? But okay. not a well, not a podium. I'm going to give the last podium spot to Gary's Infernal Dwarves because be. I think it's cool. Be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, should they classify by the laughing? I mean, I mean, you've played Infernal Dwarves, so by all means. I mean, it's got a great bull, man. I mean, it's like just bringing a dragon. That's just cool. Yeah, but he's just fucking. He might not even have alchemy. How's he going to? So that bull's got no saves. Is that right? Saves are for ch- saves are for chumps. That's true. This is how baller this list is. It is. Not a master with essence, so it might not always be in alchemy, or it's going to force him down the alchemy path. In which case, why take essence? I am. I am sure that Gary, who's, I'm sure, like I can picture this conversation in my head that Stephen Dornan will have been messaging Gary, like Gary, hurry up, give me your list because I need to submit them. Hurry up, Gary, hurry up. And Gary's just <laughs> selected the one that's been like the most recent. Which I think was his list that he sent in for Scottish Championships last year. Because I'm pretty sure this is basically the same thing. As last year? This is the same list? I think... He, no, sorry, he didn't have the bull last year. Oh, so he's improved it? Yeah, definitely. Right. I think it's brilliant. I hate that bull. <laughs> I mean, he does have a Kadim Titan. So yeah, man. The Titans, I hate Titan. Titans are still pretty baller. Did you take blunderbuss? Did you not take a blunderbuss unit before? Yeah. I mean, sure. actually reading this, I don't think it's that no. bad. I think the exactly. nah, blunderbuss is a, blunderbusses are decent. It's the I don't like a titan. I don't like a bull, and I don't like a knight personally. And he's got all three. I like the list. Yeah, Gary, you're my hero. Gary for podium. <sighs> Madget Radio are now actually sponsoring Gary's uh, podium run. <laughs> Champion of the people. <laughs> I'm just going to throw my lists just to go and watch Gary play all his games. If we play Gary at the event, we've got to give him a 20 just to get him up there. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. We love you, Gary. All right. Um, my podium picks were, in no particular no particular order, if I can speak properly, I put you, Fraz. Oft. You're wrong. <laughs> well, I'm wrong about most things. I'm used to it by this point. I also put John Turner. Yeah, he's got a really cool list. He was close for close pick for me. Um, and then alcohol pending, uh, I've got Barry Lynch. 
Which, again, is shocking, because he's going to lose out to Best Vampire as well. I don't know how they're going to do it, but here we are. <laughs> I, quite like, I quite like Barry's list. I think it's cool. I think your list, Fraz, you've obviously listed lots of monsters, um, but your list can close up shop very effectively. It can be very difficult to get points out of, um, and you've still got three blocks of Seekers that could just go smash shit up. I think it's a very strong list. I think it's deceptively strong. It's got a lot of depth, and providing you're not hammered, I think you'll do mm-hmm. well with it. I think John's list, it's almost like he knows what's, what the other lists were going to be. Double cannon, double catapult, a big fuck-off block of noblers that just are shit, but they're not going to go anywhere. Yeah, well, they just pin something, don't they? Yeah, that's it. Um, I think as long as he can roll his, his war machine shots, he's, yeah. he's he could potentially be taking a lot of points. Well, he can even go aggressive, because he's got the two big blocks of ogres that Absolutely. you really want to fight them. Yeah. Two big yeah. blocks, and then he's got the, the scrappers, scrappers, uh, scrappling trappers, which are brilliant value at 80 points for five. Yeah, that's Absolutely so insane value. Um, I think that's very, very strong. And then just to top it off, he's got Liger's Tongue on the general. So all you demons and ghouls and all you kind of units are in trouble. I've been at the receiving end of that, and it is not nice. You've been at the receiving end of Liger's Tongue? Yes. <laughs> and and John was wielding it at the time. <laughs> <laughs> and then Barry has got double horror and monster heavy field. And I think as long as he gets good matchup and he avoids the dwarf players... In particular, I think eventually uh, do a lot of damage. Yeah. A lot of dwarf players, though, eh? There are yeah, four dwarves. Four of us. So that's going to be a tight best in race. Scumbags. I knew how delighted you would be to play dwarves, so I made sure I This is some sort of fucking queue. I think you've went out your way to try and go out and find dwarf players. Oh, well, we've got a union, so I just put it in the notes board. <laughs> exactly. Grumpy bastards are us. <laughs> <laughs> So, having gone through the round one matchups, is anyone wanting to change any of their podium predictions? Or are we, are we sticking to it? Obviously, we're all putting Gary on now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Gonna stick. Stick, okay. I would back all three of mine to win their first game. Pressure. Pressure, pressure. Yeah, okay, so we're all sticking. We're all happy with that? Yep. Okay. Yep. Well, because this is just going to be a shorter episode, that's us actually arriving at the end. Before we go, Fraz, you want to shout out the lovely sponsors? Cool. Um, but so far, we've got Green Stuff World. Uh, we've got Last Sword Miniatures, who are actually sending everyone 15% off. We've nice. got Cromlech, Porton, Best uh, Painted. We've got Westphalia Miniatures. We've got Game Rat EU. And we've got Creature Caster. Oh, what what have Creature Caster said? £50 off. £50 voucher. Nice. There's a cast price mini. It's pretty big. Well, there's Thank actually you know. some cool monsters about 60 quid. So you can oh, get nice. 10 monsters from Creature Casters if you win that. It's awesome. Lovely jubbly. What are uh, Westphalia doing? Are they doing a, a voucher as well? They're sending me stuff that's not arrived yet, so I'm plugging them pointlessly at the moment. We've also got, and you're forgetting one, we've got Shield Wolf, who are giving us their new forest goblins, which oh, is really cool. cool. Martin uh, got a load of them, and I've actually seen them in the flesh. They are really fucking good. Yeah? Yeah, they look awesome. They're really nice. Really good quality. Yeah, they look really, really good. Sweet. Alrighty. So that is it for this episode, because we were just wanting to get this done as quickly as possible so we can get it out to you guys. 
Um, on the next episode, though, episode number 30, we will be joined by an all-star cast, including Henry from Armour Time and the Fantasy Wargaming guys, and we'll be going through the list of the Scottish Championships in a little bit more detail. We'll be picking out podium places, best in races, and any standout list, and we'll be talking about them in a little bit more detail. So tune in to that. If you've got any thoughts about any of the pairings, uh, please do let us know. You can get us on Twitter at Scottish Night Page. You can grab us on Facebook on the Scottish Wildlings Facebook group. Uh, you can grab us on the forum. Paul is Space Goblin. I am Lost Cause. There is the Scottish Championship thread, so please do get involved. Or, alternatively, you can comment on any of the podcast providers that you're listening to this on. And, Paul, you'll be glad to know that Google have started ripping off Madgate Radio. What? It's very true. If you Google Madgate Radio, Google are the first provider that pop up. They have no comment section though, so if you do listen on Google and you want to get in contact, please contact us through the other means. But until our next episode, that will be us guys. So please do uh, follow us on Twitter on the day. There is a hashtag TSC2020, so you can follow all the events on Scottish Championships. Uh, and in the meantime, have a good one, guys. Just have me. Bye.